guys, welcome to Bite Size. Today is going to be super awesome. We have a, a bunch of ladies on the couch, but they're all part of the same organization. It's called True Justice. Is it True Justice International? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought so. That just makes it sound like even cooler. <laughs> it, it's, it's such an amazing program. If you're part of the Seastone Women, you've probably already heard about it because the lady at the far end of the couch, Christine, that's all she talks about. That's like, <laughs> it's not. She talks about her husband and kid too, uh, and sometimes Jesus. So uh, the life is good. No, it's it's a it's a it's a, a sister organization to our women's ministry. I you know if that's the right way to put it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So as far as um, we have sistered or partnered with True Justice International, they are. I'm going to let them tell you a little more about what they do and who they are. But it is an international organization to bring awareness and put a stop to the plight of human trafficking. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So um, and our women's ministry here at Seastone Church partners with True Justice International in raising awareness, raising money, community service, and assistance. So um, that's what we do. Yeah, I love it. So if you're not part of the women's ministry of Seastone Church, man, you're missing out. Get part of it because let me tell you something. These ladies are active in the community, and you guys know whole church, whole family, serving the whole community. That's how we operate at Seastone Church, and we don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk, and you're going to hear a little bit about that uh, today. So if there's ladies that aren't on, if you're looking around and there's women that are part of our Seastone family that aren't on, uh, if, if you're if you're even in, in part of our Seastone online family, because I know you guys are spread all across the United States, uh, you can be part of this too. And, and we're going to find out why as we get into talking with these ladies about the ministry that they're all part of. Like I said, it is an amazing, amazing ministry. Guys, if you're watching, listen, you got moms, you got sisters, you got daughters, you got uh, nieces, um, you got cousins that are female. This is important for you to understand and know too. I promise you, man, these, I've heard some of the, the things that they've involved with and done before, and uh, it's eye-opening. And there's a lot of work for us to be able to do and be part of. So, so let's get ready, man, and let's see what God's going to do through Bite Size tonight as we learn about uh, this opportunity to serve our communities and the ladies that are part of our life, our church, and our community. Amen? I'm excited about it. We were talking downstairs a little bit, and I was like, man, what, what's your scripture text? You know? And we talked about Isaiah 30:18. that simply says, in part, it says, the Lord God is, just, is justice. Like, he's full of justice. And, and we thought that was really cool. But that's not even the main verse for these ladies. They got one that's even cooler. And they're going to tell us about that too. So it's a biblically-based thing. It's a faith-based thing. Man, it is just awesome. So let's jump in and get started. And let's, let's, let's meet the ladies that are here with us. We have Trisha. Trisha, tell us about yourself. And I'm not going to introduce all y'all like that. We have Trisha, and then we have Kelsey. I'm not going to do that. So just tell us who you are, okay. what you do for the organization, and let's right. kick it. I am Trisha Bryan. I am our Wheel Force Director, which basically means I do a lot of our communication, education, um, awareness within the community. I go into the schools and talk. I educate in the schools, educate in the community. What is human trafficking? What does it look like? How do we spot it? Um, what are the signs? How do we prevent it? Um, I do a lot of education and awareness on social media because especially during this time of COVID and we know that we are all on social media a whole lot more than we ever have been. Wow, that's true. Um, you know, even kids who maybe have never been on, you've got on Zoom calls, you've got on things that they have to use social media. And um, so we're seeing a huge vamp and ramp up in social media use, which is going to correlate with more predators online. And um, wow. so I do a lot of education and that is my main role that I do. And um, helping to give parents tools, how to talk to your kids, how to just manage social media uh, mm -hmm. it is one of those things 
that if you're my age, we didn't grow up with social media. I didn't get a phone until I was a teenager. It wasn't existent. Um, and so it's hard because we get these little kids who can pick up my phone. And even though I have a lock on my phone, I have a toddler um, friend who has a toddler who's 18 months and she gets in and she's watching videos on my phone before I even know what she did. So That's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so kids just know how to work these things. Yeah. And so as parents, as grandparents, as aunt and uncles, we have to learn this stuff. We don't give a 16 year old a car and tell them to go drive. Um, we drive with them for a year. We teach them. We show them what to do. That's but yet true. we give somebody a phone and say, or a tablet and say, here, go. Um, but it's more powerful than a car. Yeah. Oh wow. That's that's those are you. You said like seventeen, like statements that punched me in the face while you were saying that. You know, I have a I have a granddaughter and she's four, and uh, and she she does like it's yeah. like she came uh, into the earth like knowing how to operate a phone and a tablet and it's it's crazy. So wow, that is a powerful statement. And we do hand them the keys to the entire world yeah. and say, so here's a window to everything that's out there, good and bad. Yeah. Uh, go figure it out. And that's wow. That's not good. No. <laughs> so uh, Kelsey, tell us about you. What do you yeah. I'm Kelsey Nelson, and I am um, Anna's House Program Coordinator as well as Volunteer Coordinator. So I'm in the house working with the girls um, and really just working on their care plans, um, making sure things are running smoothly in Anna's house, making sure we have enough volunteers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so definitely day-to-day -day in, in the lives of the women we have at, at, through our restoration program and helping them achieve their goals as well. That's cool. So you're like more hands-on with the girls too, mm -hmm. or, or the yes. women, I'm sorry, the women. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you you, you get, see, that's, that's like a two-edged sword because you start to feel like you build relationships with these guys and all that. And that right. can be awesome, and that can actually stab you too. Like, yeah, it cuts you too. And sometimes. it is hard when we see uh, women who have graduated our program. We're so happy for them, but you, you miss them. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I'm experiencing that now. I miss them, but it's yeah. awesome, and that's what we're here to yeah, do. Yeah, you want them to go. It's like your Absolutely. kids. It's like when your kids go to college. It's like I didn't cry when my first son went to college, but my wife from Oklahoma all the way back was crying. I had to hook her up to an IV because she was getting <laughs> I was like, it's going to be all right. He's going to survive. So. Now, Kelsey, for those who have never heard the term Anna's House, so yes. this is um, this is an operation where when, when things come together as they should mm -hmm. and we have rescued uh, yes. or pulled someone from human trafficking, this is a rehabilitation program yes. for them yes. to yeah. reinsert themselves into society Absolutely. and escape from that lifestyle. So what you do is incredibly important because it's the end result of all of the work coming right. together, correct? Yes, absolutely. And and we work as a team too. So our we have a care team that works very um, efficiently and closely with the residents um, to make sure that we're trained in different areas and making sure we're leading them to the the right steps into healing into healing process yeah, and that whole restoration. And yes, they come, normally we partner um, with another organization as well, and then they come to our restoration home. They're there for a certain amount of time. We have different phases too, yeah. that they have to graduate each phase to get to the end graduation. Mm -hmm. um, and we have seen a tremendous success um, in our residents too with that. How awesome man, is all that? Well, Ashley, we wanna hear from you too. Tell us about <laughs> you. I, you're the pro program coordinator, I think is what you said? I am the case manager and outreach okay. coordinator okay. so I help the girls um, kind of get on their feet when they come in and need to be connected with like social services for food stamps or Medicaid um, I'll help them with that also life skills like they need yeah. to a lot of them have no life skills and when they get out on their own they we try to teach them you know how budgeting and um different stuff Clean like that house. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. No, that's valid. I'd like to pause right there because there's a lot of young girls that might be watching or or young 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 uh, adult women that might be watching. What you know when you say life skills. Like, what are you talking about? So we said budgeting. Mm-hmm. I think I heard you say cleaning, cleaning the cleaning, house. Even um, cooking. Like cooking. Nutrition. Hygiene. Down and pay your bills mm-hmm. on the time. Yeah. Hygiene. Wow. Nutrition. Absolutely. Self-care. And, you know, like, just taking care of themselves and taking that pride right. yeah. in themselves. And we also have them in, in one of our phases go through a job readiness boot camp almost. Nice. Um, yeah. And so that way, yes. when they're getting to the point of where they have the skills they can go out and get a job yeah. afterwards and, and be successful or get a college education, whatever their goals are. Well, we want to make sure it's I, I love focused that. on that. And I know I jumped yeah. on, you, on your comments. <laughs> no, actually, you're sorry. fine. But I wanted, I wanted them to understand what that is because like, even the younger uh, guys and girls that are out there right now, like they get mad because their parents make them do chores or clean or whatever. And like my kids, you know, I'm, I'm sitting them down and I'm teaching them about budgeting and how to save mm-hmm. and how to invest. And, and now they're wanting to do that. But um, but when you're younger, you're like, oh, I don't want to clean my house. Right. Well, it, ma- it matters. It's life skills that are pay off later. I love that you said right. that because that's part of maybe an issue that people don't have those that you have to yeah. help them learn later on. I think mm-hmm. that's amazing what you're doing. So yeah. sorry to jump on you, but go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, and then as far as outreach, I try to go into the community and go to different meetings to partner with agencies for resources for the girls. Um, funding a lot of other agencies will work with them and help them again with resume skills and different stuff that they'll need when they get out on their own yeah so. well yeah that's awesome yeah you guys are doing some amazing things so and Christine you know you're you lead our women's ministry here uh, tell us how, how do we connect how do how have we connected with true justice already and what are some of the things coming up uh, okay. that, that, that our, our, our church family and even people that are watching can maybe connect with yes and it's not um some of the the things that we've been able to help with was uh your freedom rocks campaign Mm -hmm. they have an annual i think they did it in january this year um we we had a great rock painting event here um we even got a couple of the fellas involved on the (laughs) tail end of that they um they're not as artistic as we thought but (laughs) we had a good time yours was beautiful so they had a good time we brought in the kids it's a safe way to bring awareness without scareness to our young people and our young children and a way to bring awareness internet awareness um to them without maybe you know putting a scare factor in there letting them know they have a safe place to ask questions and and assist um they, they we also our women's ministry collects personal supplies throughout the years um feminine product hygiene products things like that and we bring them to the true justice office so they can deliver it to anna's house um of course financial donations are always very very important for any organization um nothing runs without financial assistance yeah. but also at during the holidays the saturday after thanksgiving we will have a huge craft fair here and all of our booth rental proceeds go to True yeah. Justice International from that event. Um, COVID has pumped the brakes on a lot of exciting plans that we had, but instead of me saying that those plans were canceled, I think I'm just gonna say that those plans were changed into something bigger and better. They're done, they're, so, they're, yeah, they're, gonna, they're growing. Yeah, it's given us time yeah. to plan yeah. and do more with the resources that we've got. So um, back to one thing that you said, when the, the women, are rescued from mm-hmm. trafficking and they are being rehabilitated with life skills at Anna's house. Um, it points back to 
women not knowing, they don't know. They may not know how to do their laundry or keep mm -hmm. a house or balance a checkbook because their sole purpose was being groomed for something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So they need us. They need yeah. our help, the help of strangers to assist yeah. with yeah. that. You know, I, you know, when you're talking, you said that, um, and, and Ashley, you said that, and, and I wanted to, so you might be watching right now and you might be thinking to yourself, <clears throat> I'm, I, that doesn't really affect me or anybody I know because um, I watch my child, you know, mm -hmm. and I make sure in my, or like me, I have, I have very strong will, very intelligent children, as everybody would say, right? <laughs> um, uh, and so but they're very independent and they, and they, and they're often there. And, and I, I, we say a lot of times, like my daughter, Erica, it's like, I, I don't worry about her getting, you know, harmed by a guy. I kind of want to warn the guy before he starts dating my daughter, like, don't mess up because she'll punch in the mouth um, because she's just that strong will. But, but in reality, she's vulnerable to that stuff. Absolutely. And we were talking just last night and, and there was a couple of young Marines that were, you know, they were, they were there where she works and they were talking to her and she was like, dad, and I always tell them you're a retired Marine and tell me rank. And that usually stops them, but this time these guys didn't. And, and I, I felt like this concern because she was working till close. And I was like, make sure you don't leave there without somebody yeah. with you. Like yeah. don't walk out there by yourself. And because she's a beautiful young girl, but as strong as I may think she is, She's a girl, a, a young woman, mm -hmm. and 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 even a young, even a guy. I mean, we can be overpowered by a couple of people that want to do right. something or take you, and or even convinced mentally yeah. because of the things that you allow yourself to see or do on social media and other things. And and so I just wanted to say, you know, you guys, we think that our we, we're safe, but I don't think I don't. I think that a couple of questions I'm going to ask these ladies. I think we might realize that maybe we're not as safe as we yeah. think, and and awareness. Is, is important so that we can help protect the people that we love in our life. In this case, we're talking about uh, young women in, who are dealing with sex trafficking. And, uh, and that's a big, big thing in, in America. You may think it's not, but it is. So we're gonna jump in and talk about that. I do wanna go ahead and coin the phrase, awareness without scareness, because yes. that's a seastone term now. So anybody <laughs> wants to use it, man, we've copyrighted it today, yeah. uh, March, whatever day. <laughs> I, I, thought that was, yeah. I just thought that was awesome, man. Awareness without awesome. scareness, that's good. You well, guys can use it, it's thank okay. You. Yeah. <laughs> to speak to what you just said, you know, when people think about human trafficking, yeah. their first thought typically goes to taken. Yeah. You know, it goes to somebody being grabbed off Abducted the street, and, thrown into a van right. and taken, and that does happen but it's only about 10% of the 100% oh, wow. of the yeah. cases. Okay. So usually wow. trafficking, and when we see this process, it is a grooming process. It does not happen overnight. Um, you know, there's a couple different ways we see trafficking happening. One that is very um, popular that we don't really want to admit that happens is familial trafficking, and that is involved in drugs. And so when people think trafficking, we think, oh, well, the drug people, they just want it. But if someone is being forced for their next hit, for their next fix, and you know what, if you want that, you do this and I'll supply it for you, that still falls under trafficking. Wow, yeah. And so when you think about people who are addicted to drugs and that chain hold of addiction, you know, a lot of them are trafficked. And then you add in their children. And I need my next fix, but I have a child. And if I just let this dealer use my child for a little bit, I can get my next fix. Wow. Um, you, just broke, you just broke my heart. I'm just going to tell you right and now. And it is absolutely heart-wrenching. You just broke my And heart. that is one that we don't want to look at, um, <laughs> but that is one that's very popular, especially in opioid-heavy areas, and that's what we live in. Um, and so that's not going to be out there. We're not going to see that. Yeah. The other aspect of trafficking, um, and this is where we say, you know, I've got a strong-willed child. 
I've got three daughters, and two of my daughters have been approached online by Predator. Very, very blatant, the one. Um, we knew right away what it is. My other child was much more subtle, started conversation with her. I happened to hear her having a conversation with a girlfriend talking about this boy who played guitar, and I'm like, I don't know who this boy is who plays the guitar. She was about 14, 15 at the time, and of course, he was telling her how beautiful she was and how smart she was and how athletic she was and all of these things. And what we need to understand as parents is you can absolutely be the best parent in the entire world. You can be doing absolutely everything right. You can talk to your kids, but every child has vulnerabilities. Yeah. Yeah, we all true. want somebody to love us that is not our parents. We want to have friendships. We want to have relationships. When I go in and talk to the classrooms, we all feel insecure or lonely at times. We all feel that we may not add up at times. We all feel that maybe want and desire for material things, whatever those material things might be. Um, and so all of those little things that are normal makeup, and even adults feel those same things, are the things that predators use to pry that door open to come in and slip in and start a friendship. Wow. And it starts as a friendship. You know, oh, I just want you to feel good about yourself. You know, we came across a text mm -hmm. um, through Facebook that blew up in what matter 10, 15 minutes? Yes, message uh, after message. Message after, after message, message of this man to this little girl who messaged that she wanted to kill herself or mm -hmm. she didn't feel pretty. And I mean, he was just on, on that it. and just. He saw that. He saw Absolutely. The and wow. I mean, there was probably what, 200, at least 100 Different to 200 comments, comments that just kept going back and forth between these two. And, well, I just want you to feel beautiful. And, you know, I, I, I just care about you. And you can be a model. And I mean, and it was just so classic that we were just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's what people don't understand yeah. is every kid, and especially average age is 12 to 14, that's your middle school years. So think about middle school. We are so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are changing. Our hormones are raging. Everything is going. Yeah. And you have somebody who starts paying attention to you and makes you feel good about yourself and makes you feel special. That's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And let me ask you this. And uh, is it normally uh, normally see like a male, or would you say that it's there's females that that target females to get them into? It or? can be females that target. 30% of traffickers are women. 30%? 30%. Wow, that's and, a lot more than you would think. Yeah. And typically, and what you have to understand, when it comes to the hierarchy of trafficking, the girls are required to recruit. Just as much as they are required to fulfill a quota, they are required to also recruit other people into wow. the business. Um, so that's where you also see the female aspect of it. Um, so it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Well, Kelsey, let me ask you, um, how, how does this, so you're involved with this ministry and, and it's obviously it's awesome because you're, you're helping these ladies break these chains and get out of this, this hat, this life that they find themselves in. Uh, it sounds like a lot of times not even any fault of their own. It's situationally right. driven. Um, how has that affected you like personally and even spiritually? Like, yeah, absolutely. Cause we were talking downstairs, like we, it is a faith-based organization. Yeah. So how does it how does it help you or hurt you physically and spiritually? Yeah, like when you go? and it and I think it's important to note too. Our our 
we it, we're a ministry more than an organization. You yeah. know, we're both. But we start our weeks with prayer, yes. and we're praying for these women, the situations that we know of, whether they're in the house or they're out, they're not in the house. Um, and everything is so God-oriented within our ministry. Um, it has affected me in so many different ways. Even yeah. the fact of how I found this ministry yeah. was all God-ordained or, by God. Well, tell I, us about that. I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, two years ago? Right? Yeah. yeah, two years ago, I moved home. I lived in Nashville, Tennessee for six years. Went to college and then lived there three years after that. And um, I moved home, and I came, moved home the weekend of the month fest two years ago. Found, literally was going with the church, uh, church group, um, saw this big pink booth at the month fest, and, I was, I, and it said not for sale, and I was like, oh, that's got to be human trafficking. And I'm like, I didn't know that New Bern had anything like this, you know, I've been, I've been away, and um, so I stopped by, I was looking for different things that our church could do and volunteer with. And I talked with our volunteer coordinator at the time um, of True Justice, and I said, I would love to be plugged into this ministry and see what our church can do and stuff. The next week, I even ha- I moved, flew home, was going back to Nashville the next week to pack up all my stuff and move back, you know. Got a call from our executive director. They were looking for a case manager. I was a case manager in Nashville yeah. at the time. Sure. And it was all God, ordained by God. Like That's it awesome. was the fact, and, yeah. and it has, and it has radically changed my life. I um, love that. She yeah. walked away from the tent and the coordinator and I looked at each other like, we just back here. <laughs> <laughs> so there, yeah. we do, we start our weeks off with prayer. We are so invested in these women that we're helping and, and, and reaching them through Christ's love. Wow. Um, and it's changed my life and it's deepened my spiritual walk and in, in, in partnering with these women that we work with for sure. Yeah, so. That's awesome. And it's, it's awesome how God's moved you from where you were to this area and he already had a place for it, you. It is. And everything. Absolutely. Ashley, I got to ask you the same thing. So how spiritually, how does it affect you? Like, uh, I, I know like we don't have nearly enough time to talk through uh, all of the things and right. how yeah. we can recognize it, but um, but I was thinking, you know, as you're thinking about the answer to your question, like how how does this affect you spiritually? You know, um, you know, how can we educate our system family a little bit more? The Zoom call maybe with True Justice again, maybe set up a Zoom mm-hmm. call. You know, so if you guys are interested in that and you'd like for through the Women's Ministry set up a Zoom call where everybody in the church family can kind of log in and listen as we get educated more on this where we could screen share slides and and statistics and all that that if that's something you guys are interested and want to see just uh say yes on the comments uh or or email christine your email yep it's um women at nbcstone.com and also we have a women's private facebook group that i would love for our seastone ladies to join so please look for at seastone women on facebook You'll have to send a request and answer a couple of membership questions to be brought into that group. But that would be a great place to get your questions answered um, about human trafficking. And we spoke a while back Mm -hmm. and something that stuck with me that we talked about was, you know, I'm from Big City. I come to little bitty New Bern and you don't think that a place like this, you know, um, Andy Griffith town (laughs) is a Mecca for this. But um, we have waterways highways, byways, river systems. It's very easy in and very easy out, which makes us think of um, abduction, but that's not really the gist of it. When we talk about the grooming that happens, it starts out someone just wants to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And that, and it, it is a mental manipulation, but it's comfort. Yeah. You know, there's comfort in that anonymous contact yeah. flattering you and making you feel comfortable. So right. that's what we need to be aware of. And I'd love to have a Zoom call 
and to answer questions like that because what I thought human trafficking meant was nothing of what human trafficking yeah. actually really was. Because even, even on that Zoom call, you can, uh, you know, you guys uh, can ask the questions um, on that chat room and, and you can read the question and answer right there. So it's very interactive. Great, great way to learn more. We just don't have the time in our 28 minutes we have today. Uh, so that's why I'm asking you guys, yes. how does it affect you personally? Because we talked downstairs about having one of the survivors, one of the graduates, um, talk to us and share their testimony. And so we're going to do that next Friday. We'll have one. Um, and we're going to go on location to where this young lady is. And we're going to speak to her in her hometown, where she's at. We're going to be on location next Friday. Uh, so you're going to see a, 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 an end result of how God used this ministry to really set somebody free to become victorious, to survive this type of, uh, of a snare and a hold. I'm super excited to go do that and talk to this young lady. I really <laughs> yeah. am. So, yeah. um, And so we'll have a, a couple folks come with me with a camera, and we're going to go talk to this young lady, and it's going to be super cool. Um, but, but Ashley, I, I just want to hear from you. Like, So um, what drew you to the ministry? How did you get involved? And and how does it affect you spiritually? So I actually worked with dom domestic violence victims for 11 years. And I worked closely um, with True Justice, with mutual clients. So I just one day was um, saw that they were hiring for a position. And I applied and I got the job. And it's really... You know, when I first started, like what you said about human trafficking, I had no idea that it was, you know, as far as the grooming, and I thought it was like on the movie Taken. Um, like the big van pulls yeah, up, and the door yeah, right. open, like and the up. brothel, yes, yes. Um, and I've learned a lot, and it's actually really like working with the girls, um, seeing how far that they come. It's really what's the word um it's a great feeling it's a great feeling it can be challenging at times mm -hmm. but it's very um it's a blessing to be able to see them grow oh, and awesome. yeah has it so it has it strengthened your faith in god like oh, all yeah. this bad stuff's out there but there's a god that knows them individually right yeah and has absolutely. Sent, sent a way for them to come out yeah, of that. Absolutely. yeah absolutely. you know you want to you want to just rescue everybody you know right as a pastor i'm like that i'm like I, i'll say something it's like I want everybody to catch that revelation, and right. but yeah. the reality is, some will, some won't. Some it's just a seed. Some it's a chip in the armor of their heart. And some of it's, and so you know you, you can't you can't save everybody, but you can save the ones that God has prepared right now to be saved. And yes. and you got. And, but I can only imagine how how emotionally taxing it can be as well. So we have like a couple minutes left. Um, I just really want our church family and whoever's watching to hear from you guys. Um, how can they help you? <clears throat> how can they get plugged in like we know we're going to do it through uh, the women's ministry here at the church but what can they do to help you guys um, is there an immediate need yeah, that, yeah. there's a good People question yeah. Fail? yeah absolutely so right first of all we appreciate y'all support yes, so much absolutely um, and right now we are we are needing some supplies for Anna's house. Oh, okay, um, let's stop, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so, cork boards. Um, oh, we got five of those downstairs. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, pillows, new pillows for mm -hmm. the beds, four different mattress covers for twin size twin mattress. Twin size mattress mm -hmm. covers, okay. Um, disposable Dispos razors yeah. as well. Um, okay. Definitely some, which you guys do really well with the hygiene products and everything as well already, but disposable razors. Bath towels, like mm -hmm. bath towel sets, and we want them in white so that we can bleach them and sure. keep them fresh. Um, 
keep them yeah. fresh. Okay. And then I have a teenager, so all my towels are black. Stop right there. We don't have, everybody knows them. Not <laughs> <laughs> I know, but they, they get used to wash the car, yeah, 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 or, you know, yeah, whatever. Right, so yeah. I understand. Yeah. And then Absolutely. I would say the one big need um, is a new TV. Um, for a smart TV so that we can hook the apps up and they can be able to do that okay. we would like to be able to mount on the wall. Um, so that's a big need that we kind of have right now, that right. wish yeah. list, major wish list kind of thing. Well, let me ask you this. Can you provide Christine with a wish list? Absolutely. And then we'll put yeah. that out on yep. Women of Cornerstone or Women of Seastone and we'll, we'll take care of that. And something so, like that might sound extravagant, but remember that during in this time of COVID where we're not allowed to gather, these ladies are trying to connect with Jesus, and if they have to do it through a television hanging on yeah, the wall, the way to do it. we've had to do it. Yeah. So um, I hate it. We got to yeah. stop. I know. I know. It's, it goes by so fast. But uh, we're, next week, we're going to be on location with one of the survivors, one of the graduates of this program. It's going to bless your socks off, man. So mm -hmm. right now, start telling everybody, let's, let's listen to this testimony, support this young woman that's willing to share with us how she got into it, how she got out of it, how Jesus rescued her. I'm so excited to hear that. I'm so excited that our church family is partnered with a ministry like True Justice International um, and others. You guys have seen other ministries that we connect with here. This church family means what we say, whole church, whole family, serving the whole community. We're going to partner with as many organizations and ministries like this as we can to, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to everybody. But for today, we're done with Bite Size. We're out of time. So if you guys help me, I'm going to say one, two, three. Just say Bite Size real quick. Okay. One, two, three. Bite, bite size. size. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, thanks for joining Seastone Church today. And listen, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and like and share so all of your friends can enjoy what you just got through seeing. And if you're on YouTube, then make sure that you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so you don't miss any of our upcoming content. And we hope to see you soon.